Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Podcast about podcasts. The podcast all about your favorite podcast. Yeah, you want to hear my podcast? Listen to my other podcasts. It's on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. That's the podcast I have before this podcast. Oh, that's great. The pre-podcast podcast. That's my favorite podcast. Although the post-podcast podcast is a fairly good podcast as well. That's a pretty good podcast, post-cut podcast. We'll be wrapping it all up here on the pre-post-podcast podcast. Oh, that's man. Jason Signs. We're just going to do this. That's Marcus Parks, and I'm Ben Kissel. Uh, Jason doesn't know what this show is. Jason, this show is called Abe Lincoln's Top App. Okay. It is. It, it mids in the uh, listenership. We're middle. Yeah. We're doing good. We're middles. You know, because it's a politics show. I've heard of the show. I haven't listened to it, but I've yeah. heard about it. Well, that's it. the problem. That's the major problem, <laughs> isn't it? It's a politics show, so it's tougher to get people on board because our other show is Roundtable. Yeah. You know, that's those are like- Love that's all, that show. Love the Thank show. You. It's all Thank about you. Dookie and tits and, you know, random pedophiles and racism. Love mm-hmm. it. And then last podcast, which is, of course, all about macabre and horror and tits and dookie and racism. Yeah. Um, but then this one's politics, so it's a little bit more difficult to really capture in the youth audience. No dookie? Yeah, believe it or not, 17, 16-year-old girls, they don't care to hear about Ted Cruz. They don't care to hear about their father's friend they don't like. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what it's all about. Not on board. That's right. But that's Jason's signs. All right, thank Jason, you for having me. Jason, plug something real quick for us. Uh, you're going to go to my website. You're going to go to jasonsignscomedy.com. Now, this is the website about your website. Yes, this is the website. You can find everything about my website, what that link is, how to click on it. Make sure to go to computer slash Jason slash IBM. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So check that out. We have a fun. The first story today is very, very exciting. It sort of mixes last podcast and Abling and Stop Hat. Yes, it does. It's all about Mitt Romney, which is always a spooky subject. He's back? Yeah, sort of. I mean, he never really went away. Was he ever here? That's what I want to know. I'm not really sure. A new house Mitt Romney is building in Utah is not only spacious and luxurious, but also a little mysterious. Interesting. The home study has a bookcase on the far wall that swivels open and leads into a hidden room, according to architecture plans obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune. The drawings say the room is for office storage and shows it is 11 feet long with cabinets. What's the name of the the Mormon guy? Was it John... John, uh, John Joseph, Joseph Smith. Smith. Joseph Smith. Does he have any books? Because I was going to make a joke about like him having a bunch of Pastor Joel Osteen books, and you got to like you know pull the book and then it opens up. But I don't think he reads Pastor Joel. No, I, he's a Mormon. Did you ask if J- Joseph Smith has any books? Does he have a book? <laughs> I mean, other than the Book of Mormon, the Mormon book. Yeah, I think that's the big one. I yeah, that's a good one. point. Yeah. yeah, I guess he has one book. But does he have any other books? Like that, you know, that yeah. uh, Mr. Warren, that preacher, he's got the uh, a whole series of different, what's that one book called? Like self-help books. Self-help books, right. The Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. Of course, that book drove his son to commit suicide, which is really sad. That Warren guy, his son did commit suicide. He really yeah. did. And by the way, everyone's just like talking about what a brave father he is. He failed. Oh, my God. You know, your kid killed himself and your entire livelihood. You made multi-millions multi of dollars telling people how to live. You should have tried to tell your kid, you know, like, don't kill yourself. He, his kid should have read that book. He probably didn't want to read his old man's bullshit thoughts that he knows he comes up with while he's on the shitter at 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, no, I think Joseph Smith just had the one, and then the rest of the time he he spent running away from the police. It's all legend. Why was he was he supposed to be arrested? Um, well, he was a con man, and that's why the Mormons went across the country is because he kept getting run out of town. You're telling me I bought these magic underwear, and they are not going to send me to heaven? 
dust. No, but they will keep you fresh and clean. Go to www.jasonsignscomedy.com to pick up your pair today. That's great. Do they have magic long underwear? Because it's getting very, very cold. Or is it only the boxer briefs? Did they diversify? I mean, I'm guessing there's not just one kind of magic underwear. Yeah. Why are they just going to stop at one? I don't know. I have no idea why they started at all. Well, I, <laughs> to I don't know why they was... masturbation. Oh, is that the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole point of the magic underwear. Is that it they don't keeps... think the hand can figure out a way around the magic underwear? Well, they, at least there's one gatekeeper. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So that's the whole point of it. I mean, yeah, you can still blow up a wall, but the wall's still there, and you still got to get the dynamite to blow up the wall. And they figure if the magic underwear is there, <laughs> then you're going to have to go through more nooks and crannies to get to it. So you're going to think, ah, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Is that what it was? It was just very complicated underwear? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You couldn't get to your dick. You're like, ah, shit, I'll jerk off some other time. It's probably why they don't drink coffee or drink beer either. I mean, the need to piss, it's just not happening. It takes 30 <laughs> minutes every time you're in the bathroom. Wow, I didn't realize there was I so, so dick control. Controlling that religion. Yeah, I suppose so. Very interesting. I also love that Mitt Romney is making the exact same house as H.H. Holmes. Yep. Just slowly getting a whole bunch of different contractors to build different rooms. Yep. So none of them knows what's going on. He's going to be. Oh, bringing- he's a killer. Oh, he's definitely mm-hmm. a killer. Yeah, he's a associate. What's, what's his son's name? Is it Tig? Tag? Tag. Is it Tag Romney? Tag Romney. Tag Romney. He's raped a lot of women. He's <laughs> raped women. Tag, Tag you're it. Tag, I that's you. <laughs> yeah, you're it. Oh, does that mean I'm going to be part of the Romney family? No, no, no. You're a victim. Mm-mm, you go okay. behind the bookcase. Yeah. yeah, you go behind. Yes. Pull <laughs> that Pull that Joseph Smith book out there and uh, you'll see some. It's a fun surprise. There's Matt, Craig, Josh, Tag, and Ben. They ran out of ideas at Ben. <laughs> that's terrible. I didn't realize there was a Ben Romney. Yeah, Tag is the oldest of them all. God damn, they really just... Tag, Matt, Ben, Craig, Josh. Why'd they fuck over the oldest one so badly? They, I mean, all those other names are completely normal. Where did Tag even come from? It's short for Taggart. Taggart? That's Taggart. like a racial slur. <laughs> it is it? I don't Taggart. I'm not going to say it in public. That's for sure. You it, fucking Taggart? It, it just sounds, sounds bad. It sounds don't say bad. it with the hard ERT. You got to say it with it's a Tagga. It's a Tagga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Tagga Romney. Okay. Is, um, is he building a back cave? He's already a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if he has the uh, the willpower to fight crime, but maybe, maybe more. If of they're I, Mexican, that's a good point. He's the he's the anti Mexican Batman. When uh, when he when uh, an immigrant goes across the border and takes one of our menial jobs that a regular American won't take, right? A little red light goes off. He slides on a pole. Yeah, gets in his Romney mobile and he drives off and he runs him over. That's perfect. That's <laughs> right. a brilliant plan. Mitt Romney saving us from no, all no, those no, people no, who are no, providing no, us no, cheap Romney. labor. Yeah, that's brilliant. I was thinking about that today on the train, about how we're so ridiculously privileged and so white. Sort of white activity, the idea of apple picking or mm-hmm. strawberry picking. Mm-hmm. You just do a migrant worker's job for a day, but mm-hmm. you pay to do it. And you fucking just like, this is nice. This is a good experience. How <laughs> that? Like, how mean? Yeah. That's awful. You imagine you're probably working next to a person who is actually making $1.25. And, you and you're riding the tractor that this they is, have to drive every day. Yeah. You're riding like a hay ride. Like, this is fun. We're on the tractor. Isn't this a great this, time? I, know. I, I could just do this every day. I wish I had to wake up at 4.30 in the morning every day. Don't you think, Steve? Riding a tractor for 8 to 10 hours is one of the worst things you will ever do in your life. If you yeah. ever get it there, awful. it is the fucking worst. Not if you have some molds cider and you've got a candy <laughs> apple right. and you're just having the time of your life it's, and you got a bag of kale mm-hmm. i'm loving my new ll bean boots <laughs> these are perfect for sitting on hay honey i love sitting on all those hay now take this fucking hammer and go out to the plow and beat it off there's too much dirt on the plow uh, we can't plow um, anymore if it's okay. all stuck to the fucking 
Oh, this, wow! This is authentic. This is the real authentic <laughs> experience. Marcus worked on a farm down in Texas for 15 that's years. That's what I want to know about that. I want to, uh, that, that's a great idea for a he horror movie, by the, the way. beat the dirt off the plow. That oh, was that was his, his job. Yeah, his yeah. job was definitely to beat, he was beat, the, beat the dirt off his father's shoes, beat the dirt off the side of the house, beat the dirt off his bed before he goes to sleep. I was the it's, dirt beater. Yeah, the dirt beater. Yeah. You know, that's a great idea for a horror movie, though. Just advertise apple picking and something, you know, strawberry picking, something mm-hmm. like that. Get a group of... You know, suburbanites. Mm-hmm. Let's call them uh, white douchebags, and then not not let them leave, and like force them to work there the entire time. Don't Ooh. pick the wrong heirloom tomato. Yeah, yeah, you might end up picking them all over again tomorrow <laughs> and the next day. I would love just this. Yeah, when when they just realize that they're never getting off the farm. Mm, the curse of Jesus. That's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Mitt Romney's building a torture house. When's the first murder going to happen? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's What's just... scarier, by the way, the Kennedy compound or the Mitt Romney compound? There's both. Uh, I mean, the Kennedy uh, compound is be a lot f- more fun. Yeah, more exactly. Fun. We, I was yeah. thinking that. We know for a fact they have murder on their hands. Mm-hmm. You know, Ted Kennedy is a killer. People always forget that. I was just watching this whole you know thing on MSNBC right. about Ted Kennedy, about how he's such a liberal leader and how he just like- you The know, lion. Was, was so con- yeah, he was so concerned about the poor people. He murdered a girl. He did. He killed a woman. Mm-hmm. But no one ever mentions that. No, intentionally. It was a good party time. It was a good party time. Did yeah, you, that's true. It, um, I mean, Nikki Six killed a woman. When? You're still going to listen to Motley Crue, or killed a man. You're still going to listen to Motley Crue. Killing a man is better than killing a woman. A lot of men need to die. <laughs> I've been full of rage all weekend. Oh, no, no wait. Okay. It was Vince Neil. It wasn't Nikki Six. Would Vince Neil killed somebody with his car as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, during a drunk driving accident. And that's why uh, Leif Garrett, he just wounded a man and made him a paraplegic in his car. Mm-hmm. But that, they made, they made up, leafy. though. No, it's, you never saw the Leaf Garrett behind the music? There was a... No. My, it was one of the best behind the music there ever was. He meets the guy that he crippled. Yeah, really? at the end, yeah. he, uh, oh, him Jesus. and the guy that he crippled, they meet in a park. And the guy's still in a wheelchair. I mean, I feel like they met on a hill. <laughs> Which is like the the rudest place to meet a dude. On a, with a wheelchair? Yeah, I mean, just in a wheelchair on grass. <laughs> I mean, hey, you should have your ass up here, pal. Yeah, why don't you put your four by four wheels on there and uh, you're fucking tie some goddamn, uh, you know, um, what do you call those? Ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Chains. <laughs> tie some chains to your wheelchair tires. Yeah, just climb them up, up there. the mountain. Back yeah. to the weird Kennedys. Uh, there was, I don't know. Which Kennedy it was, but it was recently. He was he was married. Was it the big headed Kennedy or it the was, bigger headed Kennedy? Like, it was like a younger, big headed, like cousin Kennedy or nephew Kennedy. Skakel, <laughs> the guy who killed him, the guy, who, the other Kennedy who killed his wife, girl? killed herself recently. After oh, he RFK, yeah, RFK RFK's wife, Junior, Junior. Uh, no, it's just RFK Junior. RFK Junior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he, he like Terrible left voice. his wife yes. for Cheryl Mary. Hines. Yep. The actress from Kirby Enthusiasm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Flaunted, they like flaunted their new relationship. Their, That's right. Their uh, fucking uh, adulterous relationship in front of the whole family, mm-hmm. the whole press, and his wife killed himself. And then her herself. wife killed herself. Yeah, she hung herself. And uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about why she did hang herself. She did have some mental health issues. Obviously, you dated Kennedy because you want mm-hmm. a little bit of power. But he did not like her very much. And after her death, he uh, removed her grave. And put it in a lot that has nothing to do with any of the Kennedys. She was laid to rest, like with the Kennedys. He's like, no, 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 fuck that bitch. Wow, get her away from my family. And so he dug up her body Awful. and took the grave and put it someplace else. Brian Gordon, the director that I was working on that show that went nowhere uh, quite a few years ago, he he knows them personally, and it was a really interesting story. That is. I didn't even know it was that horrible. Oh, yeah. 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 But it's bizarre. Back to Leif Garrett, my friend Kevin. You know Kevin McCaffrey. He was on True TV. Yes, I do. He was telling me a story about Leif Garrett. And uh, 
Can Apparently, you relay it? what's that? Relay it. I'm going to relay it for you. <laughs> okay. uh, they were filming True TV, mm-hmm. world's dumbest. So it's like Kevin's beautiful big Irish head, and then it's like immediately Tanya Harding's disgusting face and Joey Buttafuoco, I think. And during the break, Leif went out and he bought a bunch of drugs, and then he smoked all these drugs, but it wasn't weed. It was like some uppity thing. God knows what. That and would he, be PCP. Probably PCP. Yeah. God knows. Then he went back, and everyone's like, you just bought drugs, and you're extremely fucked up. So he got, uh, he got suspended or banned. I guess just suspended for like three months from the world's dumbest because he truly is, ironically, the world's dumbest. Right. Uh, he's too stupid to be a talking head on a show that is mildly retarded. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, so Leif is still, you know, he didn't learn too much from his little meeting with uh, with paraplegic Pat. Yeah. You know, he did not learn uh, not to do drugs. That that's That makes me distrust everybody on that show now. Yeah. Except other people they hire. Except I think the Kevin people- McCaffrey's probably shooting up heroin before he goes on there. I don't know. Kevin's a, Kevin's an amazing man. He's a loyal future husband. I think he might even actually be married. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he yeah. got married. He's great. We, our friend Malachi Nimmons is also Malachi. On he's also yeah. a oh, good Malachi, guy. Right, right. Malachi was on Roundtable. He is on Roundtable quite often. And I think we know a bunch of other people on that show. Poor probably. Leaf. We, we know all the comedians and then it's just sad because we don't know Leif. We got to get to know Leif Garrett. We really do. We got to get him on Roundtable. I'm sure we can get him in here for just a little bit of cocaine. Oh yeah, I can get some Definitely. cocaine. Why not? We yeah, can man. all get some cocaine. We, I mean, everybody can get cocaine. Can I'm not saying you guys can't get cocaine. We're in New York City. We know how to get cocaine. Exactly. I can get cocaine within an hour. Right. I can get it within a half hour. <laughs> I can get it right. Well, hmm. I did some a couple of days ago. How'd I like work? cocaine. How'd yeah. that work out? Do you feel like a Kennedy or a Romney? Ooh, I felt like a Romney because I couldn't get my dick card enough to jack off. <laughs> Sad. Well, back but, to the yeah. Ke- let's do that Kennedy story. Back to the Kennedys. John F. Kennedy's noodle didn't get buried with him <laughs> on November twenty fifth, nineteen sixty three, at His Arlington noodle? National Cemetery. I'm reading this from the New York Post. This is really the New York Post. His brain was called his noodle. Well, that's the New York... Well, okay. I mean, if I start the story from the very beginning, yeah. from the New York Post... Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck you're talking about. His noodle. noodle. <laughs> I was like, was there a famous, uh, like, lasagna or something? Yeah, yeah, the, the, Kennedy, the famous Kennedy lasagna. <laughs> well, I imagine it, when someone says noodle, you figure brain. Yeah. Well, it's brain gate. Oh, this is brain gate. Oh, this that's brain the headline. Gate. You yeah. should have read the subtitle. Yeah. It's brain gate. Oh, okay. That's good. John F. Kennedy's noodle didn't get buried with him on November 25th, 1963 at Arlington National Cemetery, and his own brother might have been behind the theft. Now, this is RFK. This is RFK, yeah, yeah. So he took his brother's brain? Possible. Very cool. This is from the new book, End of Days, The Assassination of JFK, which comes out on November 12th. Mm -hmm. Not all the evidence from the assassination is at the National Archives. One unique macabre item from mm-hmm. the collection is missing. President Kennedy's brain. During JFK's autopsy at Bethesda Naval Hospital, the brain was placed in a stainless steel container with a screw-top lid. For a time, the cool. steel container was stored in a file cabinet in the office of the Secret Service. Filed under in, brain. Yeah, filed under <laughs> B for brain, I guess. That makes yeah. sense. The brain was later placed in a footlocker with other medical evidence and taken to the National Archives, where it was placed in a secure room designated for the use of JFK's devoted former secretary, Evelyn Lincoln, while she, she organized g- his presidential papers. What was she going to do with it? She just looked at it the whole time? I guess so, for inspiration. 
Oh, that's very cool. I just saw Pacific Rim, the way they get into the brains of the uh, of the aliens. The Perhaps kaiju. you could do that with the Kennedys, get into JFK's mind and just see Marilyn's beautiful tits bouncing up and down right oh, in front Marilyn, of your actual yeah. eyes. Yeah, Marilyn, yeah. Oh, yeah, Marilyn. Yeah, Marilyn Bell, bouncing oh. on my cock, Marilyn. I'm about to come, Marilyn. That's oh, what yeah. he sounds like. <laughs> I'm about to come, Marilyn. I'm about to come, Jerry. Well, I don't know what that We're doing George Costanza all of a sudden. Well, we'll never know because in no- October 1966, it was discovered that the brain, the tissue slides, and other autopsy materials were missing, and they have never been seen since. Very cool. I love the feminists now. All feminists love Marilyn Monroe now because she was sort of fat, mm-hmm. and they're all like, this is what beauty used to be. But you know the girls back in the day that Marilyn Monroe was running around, they were like, they hated her. Women hated Marilyn Monroe, you know? Yeah. Because they were all like slightly fatter than she was. Mm-hmm. She was still considered skinny for the time, and they all thought she was a total slut. But now all these feminists, they all love her all of a sudden, mm-hmm. which I think is very ironic and strange because in reality, they act the same way that those frumpy housewives acted during the 60s when Marilyn Monroe was out there dancing around with Cary Grant. <laughs> Ooh, I love you, Marilyn. But uh, your thighs do touch, so I think we can say she's, I mean, she is a little bit. I actually think Marilyn Monroe is slightly too large. I'm just gonna say it. Really? I'm just gonna say it. I'm. I'm, I'm really controversial. Sure. Why? I think she's a little light on top and a little big on the thigh. I've seen you with women much larger than Marilyn Monroe. I'm not a Kennedy. <laughs> I'm a Kissel. It's a different, different kind of girl. Mm-hmm. I've been with some of the most attractive women this side of, uh, you know. I've been with the, I the Long Island I, Expressway. You know, uh, this side of the Pulaski Bridge. Sure. This side, you of know the. The dumpster behind Taco Bell. Ooh, yeah. Dream day. <laughs> you know what's funny to think about his brain, John F. Kennedy's brain <laughs> missing, is that he didn't have much of it left when he died anyways. Yeah, there was a bunch of it just blown right off there. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? You just... Yeah. you. I mean, you could easily dropped it off the table, or you know, or I just, just the, like put it in someone's pocket. Like I forgot about it, and then wa- there, put yeah. it in the washing machine, and then right. it, you know, the brain's gone. You know? Typical conspiracy <laughs> theorists have posited that the brain was stolen to conceal evidence that the president was shot from the front, perhaps mm. from mm. the grassy knoll. Indeed, instead of the official version of events that the gunfire came from the rear, from the Texas School Book Depository. Bingo. I agree. That's I, it right there. There was a bunch of different things. They also didn't do the uh, the autopsy. wasn't uh, when when he went to the hospital originally. They uh, they moved him like a whole. They took him over. I think it was to D.C. Mm-hmm. They didn't do the surgery in Dallas. Nope. They put him on uh, Air Force One. Took him to D.C. Yep. That's it, a, and he was rotten in the back. Yep. When yeah, uh, that famous picture of Lyndon Johnson being sworn in right beside uh, Jacqueline Kennedy. Yep. And she looks miserable. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the whole know, time, request, Jack is like he requested that she stand right next to him. She didn't want to do it. He's yeah, like, he's probably like, not. You're taking her. His uh, her husband's job. Yeah, you probably orchestrated the whole thing. Him and Bush Senior. Ah, mm. Prescott Bush. Prescott Bush. Was with these wealthy people. The worst god. People make fun of black people for naming their kids poorly. Prescott, the, the Prescott and Tag- Taggart. Taggart and Prescott are the two worst names <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. And those. That's on the whites. And Palin's got some shitty names for her kids. Yeah, too. but they're Alaskan, so yeah, and they're not rich. You know, they're not sort, rich. Yeah, they, are. they weren't at the time. Yeah. I get, and still, Palin, I think she's still like relatively middle class rich. She probably mm. makes two million a year. Yeah, which isn't that's not Romney rich. That no, you're absolutely not Romney. Right. Not, it's not Romney it's rich. more money than any of us are going to make in our entire lives. That's not true. I'm going to be very wealthy. Are you? Yes, because I want to have sex with all the hot women, and you have to have a lot of money to do that. Yeah, you got to have a ton of money or personality. I, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get money. 
<laughs> I'm definitely going to have to get some money then. Like a bunch of it. Like Marilyn, all of my it. brain's missing. Marilyn, where's my brain? <laughs> <laughs> well, the conclusion yeah. that came that uh, these people came upon is that there is compelling evidence that former Attorney General Robert Kennedy, aided by his assistant Angie Novello, stole the locker with Kennedy's brain inside, not to conceal Uh-oh. evidence of a conspiracy, but to conceal evidence of the true extent of President Kid- Kennedy's illnesses, or perhaps to conceal evidence of the number of medications that President Kennedy was taking. That's he was in irony. very, very poor health during his presidency. He was a super sick dude. He didn't actually do anything during his presidency. No. You know, if it wasn't for his death, I don't think the 64 Civil Rights Act would have even passed. Lyndon Johnson just like got, I mean, everything given to him, uh, you know, immediately because everyone was so sad about the president being shot, but he didn't do shit. Mm. He was actually a relatively terrible president, Yeah, but he was an attractive guy. But the irony is that he was in super bad health and uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon, <laughs> another beautiful white name, Milhouse, yeah. uh, he lost basically because he looked like he was in bad health. Mm-hmm. And during the first, one of the first live presidential it was, debates. It was right. the, first the first live presidential debate, yeah. He, he was like shit. He yeah. was just so damn sweaty. Yeah, he was so sweaty. Oh. Yeah, he just looked terrible. Yeah, people uh, who heard the debate on radio said that Nixon, Nixon won. won. yeah. People who saw it on TV said Kennedy won. That's why, yeah, I, I would, I think you could make a statement that television and social media and technology in general has dumbed down the uh, American political system because people tend to vote with their eyes and not with their brains. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's happening. We still have them. We actually haven't had a very unattractive president in quite a while, probably since television. I don't know. Was George? Would you say what? George W. Bush is attractive? I wouldn't say that he's unattractive. What I can about? I can see a charm. I, I I think like you. I don't consider him unattractive. I'm talking about like Lyndon B. Johnson unattractive. Yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson unattractive. Fucking straight up Grover Cleveland unattractive. Mm, right. Like wheelchair Ironside Roosevelt unattractive. You know, like straight up old Dick Cheney unattractive. Ah, yeah. He was never actually an elected official, and uh, you know, obviously he was the VP there, but. You know, he was like, I don't think a Dick Cheney, he could never win a presidency. You no. can't be that ugly. No, well, that's why they set it up the way they did. And that's why Chris Christie, that's why I think he's going to go on a, a big lose the weight campaign. And it's going to be very, very fun. He's going to lose like 25 pounds mm-hmm. for the pre- presidency. He's going to have to. I think that's great because we be Americans love beautiful people, but you what we love, love even more is a makeover story. That's oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. We want to see him hit the gym, do up that uh, that biggest loser trail exactly. in L.A. He's going to get Juliana Michaels out there, uh-huh. the other gay guy that doesn't know he's gay that's on that show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to love it. And I'll tell you, on the flip side of that, Hillary, she's probably going to run in 2016. She's all, She's been all over the place lately, mm-hmm. giving a bunch of speeches. And Still I love looking Hillary. Good. Still looking good. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Bill's Ow. stuck it in her in quite a while. The cheeks are dropping a little bit. They are, you get a little saggy baggy over there. You know, I, I think that's actually going to hurt her. I really do. I think no one wants to vote for an old Hank. You know, it's sad. It is sad. It's I'm terrible. not saying that it's right because if it's between Hillary Clinton and uh, and Chris Christie, I'm going to have a real conundrum on my hand. Fat guy or old woman? I mean, this is tough. <laughs> this is tough because yeah. what what cause do I want to fight for? Right. I have a lot of fat friends. Mm-hmm. But then we're all going to age, and right. we all have mothers. And who doesn't want to, you know, to be told what to do by your grandmother? I mean, there's something very yeah. comforting about that. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know? Yeah. I mean, if she was like my grandmother, this country would be a hell of a lot better. I farted one time in my grandmother's car. What'd she say? She didn't say a damn word. She just grabbed the Glade uh, air freshener, the mm-hmm. spray, and she sprayed it back <laughs> where I was sitting in her Mercury Sable. 
that I ended up getting when I was 16. And she didn't let go of that lever for about five minutes. She wasted the whole can. <laughs> and we were just hot boxed in this Mercury Sable. And I was like, I've had enough, Grandma. She's like, that'll teach you not to fart in my car. And I was like, yeah, but I shame you. Yeah, I tried to roll down the window. She locked him. Boy, Germans. She's not German. She's she's Lutheran. Oh, Lutheran. She's just a nice Lutheran from North Dakota. Huh. Raging psychopath. Oh, Who has Glade in their car? My grandmother. (laughs) She was always ready. I mean, I was a stinky kid. Now, grandmothers have a lot of Glade in cars. My grandma had Glade in the car. Really? And I'll tell you. She had a stinky poodle, though, so she always, she had to (laughs) take care of that that stinky poodle. Yeah, I thought, I'm fairly certain that's still a reference (laughs) to her pussy. Oh, yeah, that chick? Yeah, she's got a real uh, stinky poodle. Yeah, yeah, put a whole can of Glade up there. Went home with Emily last night. Real stinky poodle on that hose out. Yeah. Don't Holy. put a Glade plug-in in there. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yikes. Plug Yikes. it in, plug it out. Plug it in, plug it out. That's not... <laughs> it works. Phrase. Really? That's fine. Why not? My yeah. grandmother didn't drive. She never got her license. Why not? She was... Different woman. She thought she was scared of it. Yeah, that makes sense. She didn't want to get behind the wheel. Yeah, no, I think... I mean, most people die in cars. Did she have a driver? She had a yeah. She had her sons. Oh, that's brilliant. When friends. I got my DUI, they were like, "Oh, one year without driving," or I think it was six months without driving. Yeah, and it was amazing because all my friends just came and picked me up. I got to drink in the back seat whenever I wanted. Wouldn't to. that be what you wanted to do? Did it you was chauffeured all around. Exactly. Driving Miss Kissel was a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved that. I loved just getting chauffeured everywhere because I got the DUI. It's the best. That's perfect. I think uh, she and she she would be able to bring her glass of wine with her wherever she went. Exactly. That's what my grandmother did. That's the thing. Suspending somebody's driver's license because they got a DUI, it's all wrong. You know, they should be forced. They should be forced to drive everywhere. You, you got to drive all your friends everywhere. <laughs> you do. You have to be the driver because, you know, not being the driver... That's perfect. Like you, you're 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 the state's designated driver. Not even your friends. You have to pick. You have to be like a cab service. Yeah. They send you requests throughout the night. And you have to go pick up people randomly in the city and drop them off. That's a punishment. I'm going to vote for my grandmother for for president. 2016. Lillian Thorstead. She's going to get a Lillian Thorstead. Not a dry napkin. Where does she? Not a dry napkin in the house with these uh, with these grandmothers. Only wet naps. They love a wet nap. You know. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them. They just love wet naps. My grandmother, her purse, I don't even think she had money in there. It was all wet naps. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm, I brilliant. mean, if you try try using a, a dry napkin it's disgusting. on that loose skin, <laughs> that's right. it's going to chafe. You're right. It's going to just rip it right off. A couple of quick stories about elderly skin. My friend Ryan Linsmeyer, he uh. works in a nursing home. And uh, when you are when you get old, your skin, I mean, it becomes as thin as, as paper, even thinner than paper. Yeah. And uh, so there was one woman, she stood up a little too fast out of her little hospital bed. I don't know how fast she possibly could have stood up, but I guess it was a little bit too fast for her. Mm-hmm. She snagged her skin on the side of her pole, you know, the thing that was holding all the... Uh, all the bags of fluid that are desperately needed to keep this older woman alive. And uh, so her skin got snagged, and she just kind of walked towards him and straight out of the movie Hellraiser. Her entire hand, from her wrist to her bicep, it just went pretty much straight off her body, but not like a huge chunk, just about an inch line. Oh. Just like a racing stripe right mm, up her arm. No. And then she looked down, and she was just like, I think I ripped my skin. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, you ripped your skin. And then he had to just glue it back on her. I mean, they, they treat these people like wax museum exhibits. I mean, so he just like, he's like, all right. So then he just glued it. I mean, I don't know, man. Being just, old sounds rough. Yeah, no, man. He just glued back on the arm, push her away from the pudding station so yeah, no one yeah. notices. And then hopefully, hopefully her family doesn't sue the whole nursing home. I wouldn't be surprised if she hasn't seen her family in 20 years. 
Oh you my know? God. We don't exactly we don't exactly take care of our elderly here. My it's, grandmother is doing good though. It's so awful. My grandfather, uh, my step grandfather, now is in a nursing home, uh, and they treat him horribly there. I just good, feel like good. It's just perfect. It's just perfect. yeah. That's what you want. <laughs> so how many people was he? World War Two. World War Two. Yes, good, yeah. uh, fought in the Pacific. Yeah. Oh, good. And, uh, the worst uh, one. The worst one. Yeah. yeah. It was a nice little thank you from America. He didn't know that the war was over until two weeks later. Really? Yeah. What, so what, he was just killing random people? <laughs> I mean, that's illegal at this point. What's, what's the war in? No, it wasn't random people. You know, Japanese-looking folks. So how many Japanese so people were just like, oh, hey, across? mister, how are you? War's yeah. over. And he's just like, ah, easy target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's killing innocents. That's great. Hey, if you don't know the war is over, then it's not your fault. I feel like it's him and John Rambo. If you didn't hear, if you didn't hear the uh, the referee blow the whistle, then I think the play still goes. I agree. You know, yeah. He just kept running down the tunnel. Right. Um, so as, he's in this nursing home now, just loving life. He's got. Yeah, and he had a catheter, and Good. the same. If I can describe it in the best way possible, the same thing happened uh, to my grandfather's hoo ha. My grandfather's Johnson. His patriotic. Uh, stick his stick. patriotic penis, his PP. Uh, the same thing happened to that woman, his PP to the woman's arm. He, he tore the skin off his cock. His cock ripped like right down the ah. middle when he stood up. <laughs> really, it was awful. Ripped this right just down happened? the middle, right down the middle, man. The urethra, just a month ago, a month. Ah, split right down the middle. Man. So done. They're not. Did they? Even Did they glue it? Fix it? Well, he wasn't using it anyways. But <laughs> I guess not. But it was. It was the, the disaster, the man. It was exactly. So man. what did they do? Well, they do took you... it out. They took the catheter out. They sewed him back up, <gasps> and it gave him a Frankenstein penis. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they said sorry. The cock. They of apologized, right. and that was it. Apologize. I am sorry that we ripped your cock in half with our poorly placed catheter. It was so uh, just awful, man. I couldn't imagine. Like, I fought in the Pacific, and I fought two weeks longer than everybody. I just kept fighting. I, I'm still fighting. <laughs> God forbid and, one of his nurses is Asian. And I'll keep on fighting. That's 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 the worst second. You know, I mean, that's the best thing that they can do for you after they treat you like shit in these nursing homes. They go, oh, I apologize. Yeah. You know, I guess just, what else? What else can they do? They, I mean, they that's, they patch you up, they put you in the corner, and that's it. I blame Obamacare. I don't know yeah. why, but it doesn't matter. Get him on a death panel. He'd be better yeah. off on a death panel. Right I now, wish his dick split thing. in half. Sarah Palin's idea of what Obamacare was going to be. Granted, I mean, we could talk briefly. I mean, there's nothing to talk. The website sucks. <laughs> yeah. so don't fucking bother with it at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, that's pretty much all that is. A lot of old people are getting yeah. fucked over. Though speaking of old people, really? Oh yeah, because they have to change over. Ah, from Medicare. Yeah, but they from can't Medicare? do it. So they're literally just like, hey, what can we do? And they're still going to get fined if they don't do it in time. Oh shit! Which is very, very bad. Yeah. My yeah. grandmother, uh, whenever for some reason her pants would always fall down. And then no one really knew why we were we were having for comedy, for comedy. But yeah. I don't think I mean, but she didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't slapstick. I mean, she wasn't like a Henny Youngman. She wasn't Charlie Chaplin uh, of her time. She would just stand up and her pants would fall down. We were hanging out at the uh, what's the name of the uh, the the apartment or the uh, the hotel over there in Midtown that spins. There's that spinning something Waldorf. There's something it's I don't a, know at the Hilton. Something it's it's nice. We're hanging out at this restaurant Hanks with my look around cafe. Yeah, it just it just roll it's it spins around and you get a nice view of the city. The Hotel Manhattan. There it is. Hotel Manhattan. And we were there with my Oma. She's a very wealthy girl from uh she's my grandmother from uh, from Germany. Mm-hmm. And we're just hanging out and my friend looks at my brother, who my brother is friend in town, and he's like, uh, hey Chris, uh, your grandma's pants are down. And then my mother was just like, 
hey, Lil, uh, your pants are down. And then she just like pulls them up. But this has been happening my entire life. She used to stand up at basketball games. When I was in seventh grade, first of all, I couldn't make the goddamn, I couldn't make a shot. Yeah. You know, but I kept on getting every rebound because I was seven feet taller than everybody. So I would get like, my stat line was literally like 50 rebounds a game and like eight points. Killer, man. Uh, it was great. But she would stand up after I'd miss multiple shots. Her pants would fall down and then she would just scream, just give it to him. Give him the points. And uh, to try to end my misery. And but then her pants would be down, and everyone would be laughing at her. My mother would pick up her pants, you know, probably dab her. I don't know what the. You've fuck. told me this story before, That's and it's so still funny. a mystery. To I don't me. understand. Why? No one understands it. It still happens. I'm telling you, my grandmother's pants—they still—they always fall down. Do you think no. he's un- that she's undoing the belt herself, and no you one think knows. she likes it? She doesn't care. That's the thing. Yeah, this is what it, I'm half a sociopath because of my grandmother. I'm she, she doesn't care. She's like, nah, my pants fell down. She doesn't even acknowledge it. What's she loves belt? it. What's the belt situation? I not. I guess this not guy, a belt situation. She can't have a belt. I don't know. Sometimes anyone... she wears loose pants. Sometimes she just wears pants. Pants. No one understands the mystery of my grandmother's fallen pants. Is anyone bringing it up to her? You talk. It doesn't matter. Like it's afterwards. A, yeah. She, like, hey, grandma, never... your pants fell down again. Maybe we should talk about this pants situation. Yeah. Then she'd be like, yeah. No. Probably spray with Lysol. No, you hey, know she's she's been doing this for sixty years. She has been. I mean, she killed she's, my grandfather. She is. She literally killed him. So she's a murderer. She's stuck in her ways. You can't teach an old lady how to pull up her pants. You know that you can't. Old we can't. You can't. We talked about it on open lines when hey. we did our serious podcast. Uh, when we did our serious uh, uh, pilot over there about how she went as soon as she got to a nursing home, she was just like, when that when that chick dies, I'm gonna fuck him. When that chick dies, I'm gonna fuck him. I mean, nice. she's malicious. Yeah. How did she kill your grandfather? Whoa. Well, she was very mean to him. Uh, And she drove him to the bottle. And uh, he drank quite a bit. And then he ended up dying of asbestos poisoning, technically. But this is, uh, I will say... His my grandfather's last words were he forgave my grandmother. So you can imagine what a terrible lifestyle that was. Yeah. She was smoking hot though. Mm. Smoke especially in North Dakota. Oh yeah. You know, See, fat what, girls, cows, and my grandmother. That was the only the only options. That's what I was thinking that, you know, I don't think those pants drops were accidents. I think she knew what she was doing. She was shaking that ass. She she flaunted it. She knew yeah. what she was doing out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole the whole other basketball team turns, who's hot grandma, and then boom, slam dunk from young Ben Kissel. Yeah, yeah, the slam dunk. <laughs> could you slam it? You probably could. Right? No, no, no. What was that? What was the, uh, was the sloppy, sloppy puppy? Sloppy, what was yeah, the name? The no, poodle. poodle. Yeah, the stinky poodle. poodle. Stinky poodle. It smells like a it smells like a stinky poodle in here. <laughs> oh my god, grandma! Just give it to him. Give him the point. Oh my god, my pants fell down. Oops, my believe- panties went down. Oops. So she would scream, She's- "Give the points to him!" After you missed a shot. Yeah, because she would. It was just so sad. <laughs> you know, it was rough. My father came to one sporting event that I did, and then he never came to another one. Give the and, points to him. Yeah, just give him the points, and then the referee would be like, you "Can't do that, ma'am." You know, you gotta put it through the hoop. Just move the hoop closer to him. Put the hoop down. <laughs> Give him stilts, right out yet? It was awful, awful experience. Wow, man! But so many rebounds. A real Dennis Rodman. Yeah, it's a real Dennis Rodman. Of course, yeah, of yeah. course. I've never seen my grandmother without at least a blouse, a jacket, mm-hmm. a nice scarf, pleated pants. Nice, nice. There's pants. nothing funnier. She's, than- she's always dressed to kill. My grandmother, Yolanda. Yeah. She's always the best dressed for the past sixty years. Best dressed in the family, and she's still banging some dudes. She can't anymore. Her uh, her husband's dick's been shredded like uh, like a oh, pizza pie. Oh, that's, that's the one. The grandmother. That's Are the they grandmother. in the nursing home together? No, no. She's uh, she's still fit. Still has it together. But uh, her but he lost his brain. Lost his brain. Lost his penis. <laughs> oh, it's just rough. 
Yeah. It's just rough being an That's old man. We, we, I mean, women always complain about how they have life so difficult. Men, no, first of all, we hard, built this man. entire fucking goddamn country. Thank yeah, we you. crater. You know, Thank you. And we just completely yeah. have the demise. And our bodies just shut down, dude. Oh, shut down. The hard living. All those women writing for Jezebel and Salon, that building that you're in, that was mm-hmm. built by a man. So shut the fuck up. Exactly. And he now has Alzheimer's. And uh, I don't even know. It's awful. I'd rather... You know, drown off a bridge with ten Kennedy, get my yeah. blown brain out like uh, JFK, then sure. to sit in a nursing home like my grandfather has to do right but now. But then again, if you sit in the nursing home, I mean, minus the shredded dick. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> always bad. minus the shredded. Always, dick. yeah. It could be kind of fun though. It could be kind of a boys' club. You know, yeah. hang around, play some checkers. I mean, they fuck a lot in nursing homes. STDs in college campuses. Those are the two number one places. Or, S- yeah, uh, nursing homes in college campuses. Two number one places for uh, STDs. I don't know how you can you can fuck and get your groove he on. He can't. I know. Yeah. He yeah. can't. <laughs> Poor guy. I don't know how do you fuck with a shredded dick, am I right? No. Yeah. But I don't know how you can get I guess your- you'll be eating my pussy tonight, Bob. Because <laughs> you fucking shredded your dick, you fucking old bastard. His name is George, but close. George. Yeah. Viagra and lube. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. That's Even it. when your fr- like your, your friends are like rotting next to you and dying, you know, like someone's on life support two feet away can still get an erection with. It's that sort of like surrounding. What's that, what's that movie? Your next. Yeah. Is it your next where the chick, the guy's mother is dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's mother is dead in yeah. the same bed, and the girl's trying to get up all up on him. He's like, oh, "That's fucked by your dead mother," and he's like, "Wow, oh, yeah." So I mean, maybe you just get off on it. It's a thing. I mean, maybe that's the greatest sex he ever had. He's like, I didn't even realize it was about fucking next to withering corpses. Yeah, yeah maybe that's when he, what really makes me come. When you get that old, maybe yeah. like any any pussy you can get. I don't think yeah. it matters. I don't think they care because you know the older people get, the less they start to care about societal norms. True, that's right. I mean, by definition, they're they're taboo. It's mm-hmm. taboo for old people to have sex. I'm going to be fucking when I'm old. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I hope <laughs> I'm gonna so. Do it. I'm going to uh, do it. Don't get the catheter, man. Just keep. Just keep. I want to put that in my will. My no wife, catheter. Just say leave the dick what alone. What happens honey. if you don't get the catheter? You just constantly piss. Bedpan. Yeah, bedpan. So then you just have to stand up and take the piss in the bedpan, or you just pee in the bedpan. You just pee in the bedpan. Yeah. So basically, that's better than having a catheter put in you. But nurses were like, "I'm sick of picking up piss." So then they're like, "We'll do, we'll invent a a catheter." Yep. Under the guise of consumer protection. Exactly. Very unhygienic as well. It's all the catheter. Yeah. No, the bedpan. The bedpan. Yeah. Not for the guy. Go- I mean, you just pissing it. Yeah, but it's the smell. It's it the, sits you've there. Got a, I mean, you've got a bucket of piss between your le- your legs at all times of the day. Yeah, man. Well, it's- you have a bucket of piss inside you at all the time. Well, yeah, but I, mean, it's, I don't think it's, I think it's called a bladder. That's where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a bladder. Yeah. That's where it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be outside in a big metal bucket. True. I just like to have something to throw at people. You know, <laughs> that's a I good just, point. Yeah, if it's connected to you, you can't you can't really. No, you can poke I'm, a hole in it and squeeze, and squeeze it. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, that's real fun. Like I'm a, gonna have like a Capri Sun. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of fun. Still never figured out how to open up one of those you things can. without that's, fucking exploding it all over me. That's exactly. I hated Capri Suns. I loved them. Well, you're a very indelicate person. I'm an indelicate person. Indelicate. I don't even think that's a word. It's a very, it's a word. It's absolutely a word. Mm-hmm. Indelicate, right, Jason? It's it makes sense. I mean, if it's not a word, it should be. It's like a sniglet. Sniglet. <laughs> indelicate, <laughs> having or showing a lack of sensitive understanding or tact. What the fuck you talking about, man? That's ridiculous. Also, slightly indecent. I think uh, you nailed it. Well, yeah, that is sadly. Ben accurate. Kissel, indelicate, indelicate Ben Kissel, indelicate Ben Kissel. I'm a very intelligent person, though. Mm-hmm. Very intelligent. You know who else was indelicate? Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, everybody, think Period. about Thank it. Throwing over it. temple t- tables in the temple. 
Money changers. Ad- or, uh, synonyms. Insensitive. Tactless. Inconsiderate. Undiplomatic. Impolite. Vulgar. Crude. Tasteless. Mm. Racist. Risque. Revolved. Earthy. Indecent. Improper. Naughty. Indecorous. Off color. Dirty. Smutty. <laughs> raunchy. And there's more. Well, I just disagree with earthy. That's just yeah, earthy. That's what the fuck is earthy? You know where she Who is? isn't? You like the smoking sense? No. No, not earthy. I'm not earthy. I hate the earth. I'm earthier than you are. Yeah, you're way you're earthy. I'm very earthier, earthy. Yeah, I've never I've seen her shoes. Yeah, I've got a couple of incense right here. I actually I think mean, that describes pretty much everyone that we know, by the way. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I mean, you very I much. I described Ben pretty well, but it's not a good adjective of not being able to open up a Capri Sun. It is not. That That's is right. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. We talked. We're talking about Capri Suns here. I think and, and Marcus people. breaks me down by internet Google search. I know a lot of racist people that have no problem opening up that Capri Sun. That's right. Well, that I, proves I'm not racist. Well, the word I'm looking for is uh, somebody who's not good with uh, delicate uh, procedures, such as opening a Capri Sun. Clumsy. Look at maybe? his hands. Clumsy. Clumsy. They're a not good one. clumsy hands. They're large, productive mm, palms. Mm, mm, mm. They just don't necessarily lend themselves to opening a Capri Sun, which is by nature a faulty fucking packaging. How are you with the clitoris? I'm fine with it. I just wiggle it around. Wiggle it around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicks love it. No, don't do that, my friend. Blow on it. Blow on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Get it, get it real dry. Uh-huh. No, I fuck great. Is this an Ali Wong bit we're doing now? Oh, my God. Ali, Ali Wong. Wong. Great, oh, great female okay, comedian. Okay. Ali Wong. Great we female were. comedian. She doesn't, have the, she doesn't have the monopoly on the dry vagina business. Good That's point. right. We Marcus has it. About it. Marcus has know. it. I'm just saying we can share it. I love how we glossed over the fact you kept saying uh, Capri Sun. Capri Sun. <laughs> What's it called? A Capri Sun? Yes. A Capri Sun. <laughs> Is it yes. a fucking bad pant? Why is it a Capri a Sun, you fancy fucking nobleman? You're white trash drinking a Capri Sun with your fucking yes. shit, shitty cheese sandwich. Capri, Capri Sun. Sun. It's a Capri Sun. A Capri Sun. What the fuck's a Capri? What the fuck's a Capri? No, a Capri. A Capri? That's how you're supposed to say Capri Sun. Yes, Capri Sun, man. Capri right, Paris Sun. Hilton. All right, that's fine. Do you, like, you also like drinking Pepsi? <laughs> The episode's over. I'm done with it. I've had enough. Um, no, that's great. Well, this is a great political show you have here. Yeah, it was very political today. This is all about Obamacare and the Obamacare administration fucking over. That's- the Obama administration fucking over elderly people mm-hmm. with the faulty website. That's what we know about. We know about Obamacare. We do know about Obamacare. You want to hear some SpongeBob news? Uh, fine. SpongeBob in the news. What is it? Officials at a cemetery that removed a slain Iraq war veteran's towering SpongeBob SquarePants headstone from her final resting place after they deemed it inappropriate for the traditional grounds were planning to meet with the soldier's family to explore possible solutions. The headstone of Kimberly Walker, 28, was made in the likeness of her favorite cartoon character and erected at Spring Grove Cemetery almost eight months after she was found dead in a Colorado hotel room. Despite getting the cemetery's prior approval of the headstone's design, a smiling SpongeBob in an Army uniform with Walker's name and rank, her family said Monday that cemetery staff called them the day after it was installed to say it would come down. Hey, Ben, look. Here it is. Yeah, look at this picture, Ben. Here it is. 
It's an unbelievably adorable picture. <laughs> He's got a Romney hat I would hat say on. that. He does have a little Romney hat. It's a great SpongeBob. Uh, when did SpongeBob SquarePants uh, debut? I think it was 97, 98. Was it 97, 98? Yeah, it's been a while. He's 28-year-old woman. That's weird, right? Should you love SpongeBob at 28 years old? So let's 99. say... 99. At 99. So it came out when she was 19? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to be watching SpongeBob, and certainly not to the point where you want him on your tombstone at the age of 19. Something was not right. SpongeBob she, is very popular. With a 19-year-old woman? It's popular among the older group. Some people can I mean, I, Who? I don't know. People. No, you're not... No, no, no. And how did she go into the military? I mean, that's question number one. Do you like SpongeBob SquarePants? (laughs) And if you say yes, I'm sorry, you can't join because you're mentally retarded. I mean, I hate SpongeBob myself, but there's plenty of people out there who love it. I don't hate him. I'm not saying I I have no problem. He's a cartoon. Yeah. I have very little feelings about him. (laughs) Exactly. Because he's a children's show that's kind of a fun cute cartoon. Yeah. And stoners love SpongeBob SquarePants. This woman was over fighting... Against, God knows, militants, you know. Iraqis. Ta- Iraqis, Taliban. Brown Muslim, people. Al-Qaeda folks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Great people. Uh, brown people, that is. Um, and she was just thinking about SpongeBob SquarePants the whole fucking time. Seven foot tall headstone. Kissel, it's a big, that's a big SpongeBob. Kissel, I don't want to, I don't mean, you know, want to break it to you, but I think this is pretty much the demographic of our fighting force. I feel like, I feel like the majority of the people fighting in our military love SpongeBob SquarePants, mm-hmm. love Nickelback, have a Tasmanian Devil tattoo somewhere, have you know, like have a T-shirt with Bugs Bunny dressed as a thug. You know, like, uh, fucking love the Fast and the Furious movies. Like, I feel like this... I'm giving you four out of five. I think I'm disagreeing with the SpongeBob thing, but I think I, that everything else is about... I think about you're right. just describing America there. Well, that's true. Yeah. That might I be true. I don't think that's just the military. I think that's just America in general. But I tell you, I haven't thought about that. I mean, have thug. you been to a Walmart? There's plenty of thug... Uh, Bugs Bunny T-shirts out there, yeah, lots right. of Tasmanian devil tattoos, and I think the I think that's yeah. a more a, a a dumb hick blue collar mm-hmm. military uh, style of of. You're talking clothing. about more of our lower class white fighting yes. forces. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was she yeah. a white person, by the way? She was definitely a white person. Yes. Okay. Seems like a white thing. Seems like a white. It's Kimberly like... Walker. Well, that's a white girl. Okay, I'd say so. Yeah, that's well, well, I'll, try find, I'll try to find we'll a try picture. Try to find of an image. I'm I, sure I can. I mean, if you, I mean, but that's great. You know, I feel like that's that's what I want out of our fighting forces. I mean, no, we're not talking about black, steel. black. Whoa, okay. yeah. whoa. Well, we're all interesting. Wrong here. Interesting. God. Interesting. Yeah, black woman. Wow. So apparently, SpongeBob SquarePants. We all need to check it. our privilege over here. We do. That's right. We sure do. That's right. Is that the right use of, of that? No, nah, it doesn't matter. It's not really the right use. Is no. It? Can we talk a little bit about about the uh, the manufacturer of that headstone, how they had an amazing amazing <laughs> paycheck and just a great day. Yes. She SpongeBob. has a twin sister who also has a near duplicate erected for her. So she her twin sister's also dead. No, her twin sister is still alive, but she's going to be carrying around a SpongeBob SquarePants headstone with her everywhere she goes for the rest of her life. What the fuck? Well, now why would you do that? So they can be together in death in love of Squ- SpongeBob. There's something weird going on yeah. here. And why I don't, did, I don't how know. did she die in the hotel? <laughs> yes, that's uh, another She mystery. was murdered. She was murdered in a hotel. She was murdered in a hotel, yes. She loves SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Did the guy just like offer her candy from a van? I mean, how did she even get to know the person that murdered her? Exactly. What, what happens here? And how did she get murdered in a skeezy hotel, but not over in Iraq or well, Afghanistan? When she was in Iraq, she was a petroleum supply specialist. She did she did okay. two one year tours in two thousand six and two thousand ten. Okay, she drove a truck. She just yeah. drove a truck all around. Yeah, wasn't really a, a combat ready uh, veteran, and wasn't really there during the worst of it. Right. I think I think Kimberly's coming because uh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, you're blowing our cover, Kimberly. You're blowing our cover. Can you turn down SpongeBob, Kimberly? Thank you. How many who people lives died? Lives in a pineapple below the sea. SpongeBob. It is a great intro. I can't. No, that was Ducktales. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't really yeah. know. All I know is who lives well, in a pineapple below the sea in the. Not quite anywhere past that. It's weird. Of course it's weird, man. I love the weird. Ninja Turtles. I'm not going to have Leonardo looking at, over my grave for the rest of eternity. Quick question. Favorite, favorite ducktail? Favorite ducktail? Who's your favorite? I'm Huey, Dewey, or Louie. I'm a Louie guy because he wore green and he was saucy. Aren't they all identical? Yeah. What about no, Scrooge No, but they wore different McDuck? colors. <laughs> what? What about Scrooge McDuck? Well, I mean, I didn't like Scrooge McDuck as a as a child, but now I envy him. I right. want to be Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. He was very sad, though. Very sad. Very, very sad, man, but with all the fucking money. And he didn't lose a woman. No. He lost a woman. He did. He, he lost Goldie. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very sad. Yeah. You know, I'd go for a Stimpy headstone. Stimpy is amazing. That's yeah, because he's kind of already shaped like one. He is. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy was the greatest cartoon of all time. It, was it really awesome. was. Without a no, doubt. Nothing better than Ren and Stimpy. Favorite Ninja Turtle? Who do you got for your favorite uh, DuckTale, by the way? The Huey, Dewey, or Louie? Oh, I liked uh, fucking... I liked Scrooge. I you like Scrooge McDuck as a yes, kid? Yes, I envied him, I'm man. You and your copry fucking sons I wanted the eating alone at the lunch table while I'm making all the normal kids laugh. Why the fuck would you want to be uh, one of the twins, one of the three nephews? They're triplets. Of Donald, the, the triplets. <laughs> why would you want to be? Why would you want to be one of those assholes who wear the same shirt as their fucking? They wear cousins? different color shirts. They're all fucking idiots, man. Mm-hmm. You want to be Scrooge and Duck? You want to be in control? You want to be leading the adventures, man? I, I sort of like Launchpad, and then Ninja Turtles. I'm a Raphael guy because he was sensitive, of course. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he a lot of. He had emotion. Ni- he had a lot of emotion. He spent the entire sequel in the fucking bathtub. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. I still love that storyline. Was he so sad? The first movie? Yeah. No, that's the second one. No, see, the second is The Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Yeah. He's not in the bathtub in that one. Trust he, me, I just watched it re- uh, recently. Yeah, well, it was the in uh, April O'Neil's bathtub, right? That was the first one, yeah. That's yeah. when uh, no, he gets he jumped didn't. and he gets, he gets beat up. Yeah. Yes. And oh, he's in the bathtub during all that. he's in the bathtub in the first one. And they go to the farm with Casey Jones. That's the first one. Oh, Okay. The well, second gonna... one is when they find uh, the green ooze and then... Right, I know. The secret of the ooze and Big Shredder. And then Big Shredder, who's Kevin Nash. Is that Kevin Nash? Kevin Nash is a super shredder at the end really? of... Really? Of, yeah. Of I, WWE superstar back in the day was WCW and WWF. Kevin Nash. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. It's true. But I would not get the headstone, man. I would not get the... You wouldn't, you're you not going to get a uh, Leonardo headstone. No. Not a no. super shredder headstone? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so baffled. I want to change... Go back to this woman yeah. with the SpongeBob. I was just thinking, how much did that cost? $26,000. That's a lot of... That's a lot of cash for a headstone. It's just... A, it's more of a waste of money than a wedding. You know, that's the... that's the, You're dead. Yeah. The, your daughter is dead. 
you know, you could just tell her you were going to get her one, and then she wouldn't know if exactly. you did. Exactly. You know, you could just get her. $26,000. Go to the store, go to Walmart, and just get a fake little toy SpongeBob and just, like, plant it on top of her. And apparently her and her twin sister had decided on this before she was murdered in the hotel room. They had talked about it. And I by just, the way, the headstone was, they got twin headstones, and they were each $13,000, totaling $26,000. That's just too much money. I solved it. What is it? The murderer is the owner of the Tombstone Company. Ah. Who knew as soon as she died, he'd cash in on two huge SpongeBob and monuments. Of course, that's Roger Mickey Withers, <laughs> also the owner of the amusement park. Yes! Of course. Oh of course God. that's the situation. Grab him. We must. <laughs> Grab un- him. Unmask that man. <laughs> oh, that's just my elderly skin. You're just ripping my skin off my face. Oh, man. <sighs> That'd she was perfect. found in a hotel room in Colorado Springs on Valentine's Day, strangled and beaten to death. Her boyfriend was arrested and charged with the killing. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. well, thank so you. He strangled well, and beat his girlfriend <laughs> on Valentine's Day. I broke up with a girl on Valentine's Day once, but I don't think this is as bad. Didn't you wish you just killed her instead? <laughs> I mean, it would probably be easier yeah, if right. she was. Yeah, because yeah, that breakup lasted for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. How'd it, it go? Oh, it was the, uh, horrible. It's so bad. I mean, I think it makes sense because Valentine's Day is one of those days where your society is just like professor your love and if you're not a total raging psychopath and you don't actually love her you're like i'm sorry i can't do this can't do this anymore. i can't do it because i don't love you and this day is like forcing me to either say i love you or i but i can't do that so why I'm won't sorry. you say you love me as much as you love spongebob square i just spongebob <laughs> is always there for me i tivo it and it's I just, a cartoon honey I'm i real. can stick my dick in any hole on spongebob's body and he doesn't complain he doesn't whine i can make a hole in his head his ass his face his cheeks Honey, I'll I'll go under the water with you. I'll go on a trip with you. Let's go, we'll go scuba diving. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's go scuba gi- diving. I'm sure your oxygen will go not scuba run diving. out. I'm gonna love to go scuba diving. It's <laughs> where so you just shuck and jive, scuba jiving, everybody. That'll be perfect. <laughs> That'll be fucking great. Um, all right. Well. We've touched on some topics. Obamacare. Obamacare. There it is. And, and if you really want to laugh at SpongeBob SquarePants, just Google search SpongeBob SquarePants. What happens? This is what, yeah. Just Google it. <laughs> just Google SpongeBob SquarePants, and you're not going to be disappointed. It's S P E N G E B A B S Q O R P O N. T.S. SpongeBob Squarepants. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) All right, Google that. That that kid kid has had the best Halloween yet. Yeah, that's the little Uh, Easter egg of today's episode. Jason Signs, thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks for having me. I learned a lot about our great country of ours. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're out there, please leave my dick alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't rip his dick. First and foremost, we are educators. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.